Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Secret Life of Moms. I'm your host, Niche, and tonight Coco and I are going to discuss what it's like to be a working mother. We're also going to talk about what it feels like to be a mom and be the breadwinner of the family. So sit back and relax, and let's get on with the show. I'm so tired. I stayed up until 11.30 last night watching freaking Walking Dead. Oh, God. That's my show. Oh, God. It's still coming on. It should be dead. Well, I think it's at the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, It was sort of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. They're doing the season finale for season 10. Because uh-huh. of the pandemic, it didn't come on when it was supposed to, I think back in like February or March or whenever it was supposed to come on, it didn't come on. Gotcha. Um, so they did it last night and then it won't come back on. I don't know when it'll come back on. I think they're still <laughs> shooting like some episodes and they're going to okay. spread it out over like the next two years, which to me sounds kind of stupid. Oh, okay. yeah. But they're ending that show. So they got a new spinoff that came out, which also oh. came on last night, which is why I stayed up so late. Mm-hmm. I came on right after it. So Walking Dead don't come on till nine. So that's already past my bedtime. So, <laughs> yeah, that came on at nine, went off at 10. Then the new spinoff came on, and that didn't go off till at like almost eleven thirty. So, oh wow! Yeah, and I fell asleep at the how end many, of that shit. I was how pissed. Goddamn! How many goddamn spinoffs can you have for this? Is the second spinoff because next week Fear the Walking Dead comes back on. I've been following See, that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> how many do you need for some zombies? I don't understand. I don't know, but I guess they're all going to at some point one. Yes, because Fear the Walking Dead has two characters from the original Walking Dead that left that show. They are now in Fear the Walking Dead. And then there's a character, Rick, who everybody thought, well, the characters think he's dead, but he's not. At some point, he's going to show up probably in one of these spinoffs. And there's talk of a movie that's coming out. I don't oh, know when Lord. that's good. I know. We need to find out what happened to Rick, though. So. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers need to. That's Listen, too much for me. I've been watching this shit for 10 years. I, I need know. to know. I need to know. Okay. That's all you said. That's gang. Oh, my God. You sh- I lost my voice last night screaming at the TV. I wanted to call oh somebody God. so bad. I didn't know who to call because my kids stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have nobody to call. I was so angry. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know who to call. Yeah, because who the hell watches that shit? <laughs> People done gave up on it. I don't know. Because it's too much. God, that's a long time. Like I didn't even know. I used to watch um Supernatural. My daughter loves no that show. Kid. Oh my god, I love the hell out of that show. But due to work and everything, you know, I forgot about it. And I honestly thought the shit would have been done by now. They are just now doing the final season. I was going to ask, is it still coming on? Um, yeah, it is Supernatural. Is that the one with the two brothers? Yes. yes Dean and final... I forgot the other guy's yes. name. 
this is the final season that's on this year. It just came. It just came back on. Uh, I thought that thing was done. No, it I. Good. It is good though. Don't get me wrong now, but I can't. I don't miss so many seasons in between. I just don't, don't make no sense. I would have to binge watch. <laughs> she watches her and 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 uh, my other daughter my oldest daughter started it over and binge watched it from the beginning it's but you know like i said they are good i've watched a few know. of them i watched if a few go, of them they are that's all i'm messing with i said yeah see but you like that motherfucking zombie shit Get no, but I like it. Supernatural too because I liked Charm. Charm was my shit. You know, I like that Supernatural was, stuff. Yeah, now I did like Charm. Now that was my shit. I've seen all of those. <laughs> did you see the, the, the newer version of it? No, I didn't want to do that. Girl, I watched it. It was it was okay. Mm-hmm. It it took a lot for it to hold my attention. It first of all, they was doing too much. They <laughs> They tried to make it, you can tell they tried to make it more politically correct, gotcha. so to speak, because this, there's the three sisters, of course. One of right. them is half and half. Okay, that's one. When the hell did they get a half? Girl, because oh, okay. one of their daddies is black. Remember how, oh. remember how in the original uh, Charmed the one girl, the white lighter, the sister that they found out they had, you know, yeah, the mother yeah. had cheated. Okay, same concept, yeah. but her daddy was black. Okay. I then have to go that deep into it. Oh, oh, it gets deeper. The one oh, sister, Lord. the one sister's a lesbian. Okay, now they want you. She got that. girlfriend, yep. Oh, Jesus. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's okay, you know, every show nowadays doesn't have to have every little thing that's going on in the world that's why i like, said they're doing too much why you had to well, yeah, you, I, like, was okay on. the way it was why you had to do all like, of that we're fine like mm-hmm. uh, see that's why i didn't something said don't do that to yourself because then you'd be mad i'd be mad i'd just be mad that don't make no oh uh, no i know i was like all right all right i'm gonna watch it you know it was okay though you know and 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 actually the half and half girl was my favorite I she she ended up being my favorite character and I did watch it, but it was still it was kind of corny. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the original Charmed where the original Charmed was more soap opera ish. It was more like a soap. But it it still wasn't like, how can I put it? You know, some soap operas are, oh, oh, I love you. Yeah, it it still had its point with action. Right. Right. And it was some of it was a little believable and it wasn't like super duper corny. Right. This one mm -mm. it is super duper corny. I just think that it should have stayed where it was, which was in our time, and then leave it alone. They should have they should have left. Yeah, you can't always make everything over. Have Mm -mm. you ever seen Pea Valley? Did you watch that? See what? Pea Valley. Girl, yes. I I binge watched that all in one day. Is that bad? No, I, I couldn't put it down. Watching the last couple of ones, so yeah. Girl, I heard about it. Lucky you, Tasha told me about it. Um, what? She? That's right. She's eighteen, though, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me tell you how I stumbled upon P Valley. 
Okay. Now, when I heard about ghosts, the book of ghosts coming back on, I was like, shit, I don't have stars on cable. And I was like, right. should I put it back on cable? And I was like, nah, I don't want to pay, pay all that extra money. And my cable bill is already over $200. So I was like, nah, we're not oh, going to do that. Oh, so okay. I said, you know what? I said, it's cheaper just to get the app and put it on my phone. Because if I put it on my cable bill, my bill going to go up like another $20, $30. I get it right. for $10 a month on my phone. And that's way cheaper, honey. Way cheaper. So I got it on my phone. So I did. I downloaded it. I watched that because um, I love power. And I was like, you know, I'm watching the ghost. So then I said, wait a minute. What's this P-Valley? I keep hearing about one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, the guy was talking about P-Valley, P-Valley. And he started talking about some of the characters. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch this. Girl, mm-hmm. I watched that very first episode and I could not turn it off it happened to be a weekend i was off i watched every episode i watched every episode except the last one and i had to wait till the next day to watch this that last episode right girl i couldn't stop watching i'm like when is season two coming out it's a good show That's i was a nervous good show i was, I was nervous, nervous because I was just like, it's probably going to be something corny, country. you know, I'm looking, I'm like, they're so country. I was not ready for the, for the scenes with, with him. I was just wasn't ready. I wasn't quite ready for it either, but I was like, oh, shit. Right. But that shit threw me off a little bit. I said, oh. Ooh, I was like, shit. okay. <laughs> but it is what it is, though. It was, it's. Yeah, it's good. I liked it. I was like, okay, all right. I'm anxious to see where that storyline's gonna go because I don't want to give away too much because I know a lot of people haven't watched it yet. But I am so curious to see where that storyline's gonna go, where Autumn's storyline is gonna go. Oh Mm -hmm. my goodness, that show. Every time I come, I like when I'm scrolling through Facebook, you know how they have these little ads, you know, they have this one scene that, you know, they have on Facebook where Uncle Cliff is giving a pep talk. I ain't gonna... <laughs> well, you've seen the last couple episodes you said, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when he's giving that pep talk for the final, the final pep talk, I ain't going to say too much, but... Yeah. Yeah. Girl, that's my favorite scene of the whole series right there. I'm like, amen. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you got to see me, girl. That whole scene, I'm like, I'm like grinning and like, oh, my God, laughing. I love that part. But, um, yeah, that that's a good one. That is definitely a must see. Definitely yeah. a must see. P-Valley. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh boy, let's get on this topic. Yes. Mm. So, all right. So tonight, the topic um, is we're gonna start off with talking about being a working mother because we're both mothers. Um, I'm a working mother. You're a working mother, and it can be hard. So, the way I wanted to start it off with is being a working mother. It's difficult sometimes to find the balance. You know, we have to juggle our mother duties and our work duties, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we work, you know, our 40 hours a week. Some of us work a lot more than that. And then we Mm -hmm. still have to do stuff with the kids. Like, so in my 
when I was, you know, when my kids were a little bit younger, I had my son played three sports. He gotcha. played football, basketball, baseball. It got to the point where I told him, look, you're going to have to drop at least one of these sports. I can't do all three. <laughs> I cannot do all three. Right. And because it seemed like every season, you know, there was a sport like we we were oh. doing something all the time and it was just too. It was hard for me and I couldn't keep up. You know, it was like a struggle. I was I would come home from work, have to pick him up, take him to practice, come home, make dinner. It was like never ending. And I was tired. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and then I had the girls and then, you know, my grandmother was like, oh, no, they want to play, you know, softball. So now I got him playing over here. I got the girls playing over there. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. And then for me, you know, their dad didn't really help with the sporting stuff because back then he worked a lot. He, he, you know, worked at the culinary, so he couldn't help me either. So it was all on me. That was difficult. That was difficult. Yeah. How did you manage to to juggle all that? Did your girl, you know, your your oh, your God, oldest? Uh-uh. You can just stop right there, honey. I didn't have okay. those issues. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> they didn't play sports. Um, no, they did not. So, um, my girls were not into sports. They didn't mm-hmm. want to play sports. Um, my oldest one kept saying that she wanted to play volleyball or she wanted to play tennis, but never wanted, never followed through. Mm-hmm. Um, what I had with her, but her dad did a lot of it, which um, because he was into it um, when it came to the entertainment business, like um, she would go to the studio with him. Mm-hmm. So she would go in there and um, record. Okay. Like to sing. Um, she also did some modeling um, and she also auditioned for a couple of things too, some Broadway shows in the city. Oh, nice. Um, she even auditioned for The Lion King. That was one of the ones I remember the most only because oh. they told her she was the right age, but she was too tall. That's mm. the only reason why she didn't get the part. So it was, I heard her little feelings, but she's always been like a little entertainer. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but as far as like them doing, the only thing that my um, other one did was Girl Scout. That was, that was a little bit hard because mm-hmm. of the distance of where I worked and then making sure that she made it there. You know, it, that was the part that was difficult. Um, and she was into this media program because she like, um, technology okay but that was as far as it went like now um and it might be a little easier now because i get to do gym i'm signing them up for gymnastics okay um but it's gonna be like um you know i'll pick like the days that i'm off but not really off it's off during the day like the weekend uh, i okay. figured i'm not gonna stress it but mm-hmm. i can understand how hard it is because it really is it, it's hard period even with the activity just alone to making sure that they're doing their schoolwork you know, mm-hmm. when you're working a lot of hours, that's a lot too. If you can keep up with that oh and do all the hours that you're doing, that is a good thing. It is difficult. It, it is very difficult. And sometimes I felt guilty. And and to this uh-huh. day, sometimes I still feel guilty because I come home, you know, cook and I forget to check the homework, make sure it's done. And I won't think about it to the next day. Like, oh, shoot, I didn't check right. to make sure the homework was done or there was papers I needed to sign or right. I didn't look in the book bag to see if there was permission slips or right. whatever. Oh my gosh. That was my biggest thing. Oh. oh my goodness. To sign that paper. 
Mm-hmm. Like I would remember, let me check your homework, but I would always forget to sign all the papers that needed to be signed for yep. field trips and all of that other stuff and sign that paper they used to send with them saying that you looked at their homework. Like, right. oh my God, I don't know why I would always forget those papers. Those was like, they would sit on my dresser forever to the point that they'd be like, ma, like seriously, today is the last day. She's she's asking, the teacher is asking. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, okay. Just put it in my hand right now. I and know. I know it's hard. It's hard. And you know what? It got to the point where when I went to parent teacher conference, I would make it a point to tell the teacher, listen, I work a lot. Sometimes I forget to do this, this, and that is my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just me. And I'm doing the best I can. Don't blame the kid. It's me. I'm doing the best I can. You know, they try to remind me, but sometimes I'm tired. I forget whatever, you know, I, I, I try. I really do. I, I, I've done my best. I mean, we're human and, and it happens as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing that we do do is we make sure that we pay attention with the most important things. You know, right. we notice that our child may be slipping, you know, mm-hmm. when they need the help, we'll make sure that they get it done. You know, like we get that done, mm-hmm. but you know, it is, it is hard. You know what yeah. I mean? It is. It is another thing that I struggled with um, being a working mother and I did it at age 35 was working while I was pregnant. I worked, my last kid is five years old. Mm -hmm. I worked literally up until two days before she was born. Now, my goal was to work up until a, I was going to come out a week before she was born. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to work as long as I can because I want to spend more time at home with her and not on maternity leave and use up my time. Really? You really did work up until then? I can't remember. I know you were there. Listen, I, wor- I had her on Thanksgiving Day. I'll never forget. Two days before Thanksgiving, I had a doctor's appointment. And I went in and I think it was his fault because I wasn't supposed to have her, I think, till the following week, maybe. But I went Mm -hmm. in to be checked. And I think that's when, you know, he riled things up. (laughs) And my coworkers, because I used to have always say that Thanksgiving is my favorite uh, holiday. I love to eat. And my coworkers used to tease me and there's like, it's either going to be a blizzard or you're going to go into labor labor on Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving morning at 8 a.m., I went into labor. So I said, okay, that's what we're going to do. Now, two days prior to that, so which was Tuesday, I stopped working. Thursday is when I went into labor, went into the hospital, and I looked at the doctor. I said, look, we're going to do this with no drugs. I said, because every time you give me something for pain, baby going to go to sleep. Thanksgiving is my holiday. I need to eat today. So I need to have this baby today. So he said, okay, so we'll, we'll do it as long as you can tolerate it. I said, all right. So broke my water at eight. I had her at two. (laughs) I had two plates of food waiting for me. (laughs) Lord have mercy. You know what? It was five years ago. So I really don't remember it being that. Oh, wow. Yep. 
I was like, we're going to do this today. We're not going we're not going to be in labor all day. We're not going to miss Thanksgiving. We're not doing all of that. We're going to have this baby, we're going to rest and we're going to eat. That's what we're going to do. And that's what I did. It was it I was mean, a whew, it was rough. Hmm? But I I can't say anything either cuz I did that with, with mine as well. Like, you know, I worked all the way up until and I'm going to be honest with you. The only child that I was out the longest with was my first Mm-hmm. three months but I was extremely sick and mm-hmm. I had a nurse that was different but let me tell you that second one I went back four weeks after mm-hmm. and then that last one I, I did the same thing four weeks I said you can write this note right now I need to go back to work but it was a struggle yeah it was hard working um and being pregnant and being that pregnant because my feet I couldn't even wear my sneakers to work anymore I wore, mm-hmm. I had to buy Crocs. I bought a pair of Crocs and they were literally, I think a whole size too big. Uh, yeah, but you needed that at that time. I had to buy a whole size too big. I had a pillow at work and I had a footstool. Mm. I couldn't wear scrub tops no more. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. I, I had like damn near a whole bed at my desk. <laughs> Sure did I, and and I, I with her I had carpal tunnel because I don't know if it was because I was older because that had never happened throughout any of my other pregnancies I had carpal tunnel while I was pregnant I'm in the room trying to get a blood pressure on the patient I couldn't even pump up the bulb I had to give it to the patient I said just pump this for me <laughs> so I'm holding the the stethoscope to the arm but I couldn't pump it I said here you pump this I'll hold the stethoscope that's how bad it was it was bad. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I struggled right up until two days before, and she was full term, almost a complete 40 weeks. Wow. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that's well, what that's what we go through as working mothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it it is what it is, but hey, like yeah. you said, like hey, we got things to do. We have bills to pay, we gotta take mm-hmm. care of And And if it wasn't, you got to take care of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Not to mention the long, the, the long hours now that we have to be away from the children, you know, the emotions that we go through now, the anxiety. I I went through that. Mm -hmm. I went through that guilt. Mm -hmm. I would always think that I was, um, you know, I missed so much Mm -hmm. and I felt so bad. Like, you know, the first set, and you know the first tooth coming out and yeah because I worked so much and you know it made me feel like well dang am I a bad parent because I missed all of this as mm-hmm. a mother you know it, it's yeah. it even with the complete full potty training and all of that like I missed a lot with the first two especially and the one thing that I did do though you know I, I guess I didn't miss too much but in my mind that I thought that I did you know, as tired as I was and with only one day off, I would still make sure that I did everything to spend time with them as mm-hmm. much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I still feel like I should have been there more. But then it's like, I know for a fact, me, I can never be one of a house, house anybody. Right. And that works. Like, I, I just can't. <laughs> like, oh, I can't. the pandemic confirmed that for me. Yeah. I definitely, I can't be nobody's housewife. I can't be nobody's stay-at-home mom. 
I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I said that some years ago. Oh, I wish I could be a stay-at-home mom. Who? Who's stay-at-home mom? Not me. No. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Not no more. Don't. I, if I ever, if you ever in your life hear me say that again, remind me about this. No. <sighs> Another thing that we deal with as working moms is the healthy living part. That lack of sleep, you know, the time, the lack of time that we have to exercise, you know, our lack of me time, which I just said last week, that not just the lack of time, but the lack of energy for like self-care that we all, you know, remember we talked about how important self-care is. Well, I don't know. It's just hard. It's hard. But, you know, also that segues into the other topic I wanted to talk about (laughs) (laughs) being the breadwinner. Now, being the breadwinner is not always a bad thing. It, 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 it's, it's a good thing too. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're single. You could be the breadwinner and be married as well. So I was looking um, at this article that I saw, I believe it was in, I don't know if it was in essence or not, but it was done by Pew Research. It said that 40% of all households with kids have um, breadwinner moms. And African-American moms have um, an increased amount of breadwinner moms. We have more moms that are breadwinners. And it seems like uh, the trend is, like also trends are that we're single, we have higher divorce rates, Mm -hmm. but we also are more educated, you know, it seems like we're it's the African American women mm-hmm. tend to be uh what's the word I'm looking for? We tend to out earn our men. Have you heard that? <laughs> what what is your opinion I, on that? No, I heard a little bit of, of about that. Um mm-hmm. I don't really have too much of an opinion on it. Um, this is something that women have fought for for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, and we still have our moments where we still have to fight for getting equal pay um, or, you know, being able to make a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was always the opposite, that mm-hmm. we should never make more and we should be glad that we were even able to be allowed to work mm-hmm. as women. So, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. I am um, a Black woman that is working in a upper management position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched my salary continue to grow. Um, I have been with um, in relationships in the past and have always made um, more money than the other person. Mm-hmm. Um I never looked at it as a negative thing. If you are, if we're a team, you know, Mm -hmm. we're working together. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I did have one past relationship where it was a little different and the person, you know, was having his affair or doing whatever he wanted to do and 
this person know the reason why they were even with me was because they felt bad and sorry for me. They were helping me out mm-hmm. when it was the opposite way. You know, I was making more of the money. I was the one that was taking care of the majority of the bills. I mm-hmm. was the one that if that person needed gas, I was putting gas in that vehicle. You know, like things like right. that, you know. Um, as I as I've gotten older, I understand more um uh-huh. when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not all gonna make the same, but if you're working just as hard as me, I'm fine with that. Right. You know, as long as we be on the same page and, and we're a team, you know, like I'm good with that. Yeah, that's um, kind of where I am with that too. I mean, I think if we look back when when you go back back women were taught to find a man to take care of them. And at some point that shifted. Cause I know I was taught not to depend on a man to always be able to take care of myself. So at some point that shifted, but I can remember way back when, when men were supposed to be the breadwinner, women were supposed to be the homemakers, um, take care of home, raise the children uh, and everything else. And at some point that thinking shifted, I'm glad it did, but my, my upbringing was taught, you know, always be able to take care of yourself. And, um, in my past relationships, it started out where I was not the breadwinner. Um, mm-hmm. My ex-husband was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. He took care of home. He took care of the family. Um, he made way more money than I did. And he had um, the stable job. I didn't have my nursing career at the time. So he brought home the big money. And uh, at some point, I decided that, you know, we, you know, we had started having children and I was like, you know, what, I want to have a career of my own. I want to start making money, good money. So I started Mm -hmm. going to school and, you know, just when I just before I got out of school, something happened with him where Mm -hmm. he lost his job. And he was no longer the breadwinner. And the role shifted. I had graduated. I had found a job. I took my boards, passed on the first try, pregnant, about to pop again. And <laughs> um, I was the breadwinner now. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because sometimes when the women, the women, become the breadwinners, it does something to the relationship. At least it did to mine. Right. Um, we had a good relationship, but when I became the breadwinner, that relationship seemed to have taken a hit. And maybe it was because of his ego. I don't know, because of maybe what he was going through, because he was no longer the breadwinner. I don't know. But we started to fight a lot. Mm -hmm. We started to argue about everything and we weren't happy. He got lazy. He didn't want to do nothing. You know, I mean, he worked. He still worked, but it just he wasn't happy. Um, 
And that's what I was just, I was getting to that. Like, I think that when you're in a, re- like, if I, if I meet someone, right, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say, uh, how much do you make? Right. That's not right. my first question. Okay. I do want to know that you have a job, but one of the things is that I'm looking at is that your drive is like mine. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make what I make, but you need to work like I work, right? Yeah. The, the same work ethic is what mm-hmm. I look for. And when you don't have that, I know it's not going to work. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, being the breadwinner is not, it, it, it just shouldn't. To me, it shouldn't affect the relationship and it shouldn't do anything to the male. I mean, of course, the man is, you know, it's going to be that. Right. Like you said, you don't know how he was feeling. I think part of the issue that makes that bad Mm -hmm. is when you don't actually communicate to ask that person in the beginning, when it all falls down, Mm -hmm. listen. You know that I'm. I still have a job, or I'm able to work. I'm going to, you know, so I'm going to pick up extra hours, or I'm, you know, I'm going to get this job to help, you know, pay our bills so that we don't fall behind, so that we're not in a hole. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys both have to be on the same page. But right. if you're with someone, they have that ego where now the control is taken away. This is how some people think. Now the control is taken away. I was controlled, and I was the head of everything, and now. I'm the little bitch. She's not going to be coming in here telling me what to do. Right. She is. I don't care that she's working. So what? I used to do blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it can. It brings a lot. Like, my thing is, is like you said, if you have that drive, I'm good. Right. But if you want to, I, I can't, I can't stand consistent. Like, I can't stand if you're stagnant. You know, mm-hmm. and you don't really want to do anything with yourself, but you're right. satisfied with this five dollars an hour. But exactly. you know that you can make more because you have the experience to move Ex- more, but you're comfortable mm-hmm. because the other, if you move up, it's a little bit too much work. Exactly. That, means that you're lazy. I don't. I don't have that time for exactly. somebody like that. Yeah. You have to think wise. What's going to happen to us in the future? Are we going to be able to survive? You mm-hmm. know, and sometimes with you know, who I'm with now, I needed that push to remind mm-hmm. me, hello, mm-hmm. we need to think about what are we going to do future-wise? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what else can we do to support our family or ourselves when we get older? And, right. you know, sometimes I'm just working to make sure I pay these bills and to do this, do that, not thinking, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do when I can no longer work? Mm-hmm. So right. when you have somebody like that on your side, it really works out. And it doesn't even matter if the person makes less or more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As long as you guys are working and trying to do things as a team. Exactly. Now, with the whole working thing, when men used to, women were taught to that men should be taking care of everything. You know, part of the problem was with a lot of, especially in our community, men weren't really paying all the things that they were supposed to be paying. And when that man would pass away, those women didn't even know how to write a check out of a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know how to go to the bank. And it caused so many issues financially which also is it's a trinkle of how a lot of in our black community we didn't even know how to financially be stable where we're good in the future but then you look at some of these 
you know, you look at white people and they were, you never understood. And you, we used to make jokes like, oh, look at them. Why are they waiting until they're 30 something to have kids and all of this? What they were doing is they were planning accordingly. Well, mm-hmm. let's do this first, save this money. Mm-hmm. We're going to put a down payment for a house or get our credit to the point where, or live with our parents when we're done with school, save up. If we get the job that we want and then we move out, but we have all the funds that we need. So they're already putting themselves in a good financial situation. Black right. people weren't always like that. It was like, oh, I'm 18, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So put yourself in debt with tons and tons of different colleges that are these high expensive colleges. No, sometimes, and I, honestly, jobs don't look for that. They just want to know if you have the degree. Right. A lot of times with that degree and no experience, they still won't hire you. Mm-hmm. Because they still want you to have some type of experience with never made sense to me if i need to have experience i have to get it from somewhere i have to work somewhere yeah but you know it's like it all trinkles so when you look at women that are fighting to get where we need to get as far as getting the pay and then it happens and then you have some men that have those egos where it's like they don't deserve this Mm -hmm. you've got to be effing kidding me yeah not only are we putting in that work but we're having these kids and we're still coming back and putting in that work and then Mm -hmm. we're doing a little more you know and you you don't have to be out of work and and have that baby you don't have to push it out of your dick and then and then say okay i gotta wait six weeks and then i can go back to work or i'm gonna go back to work four weeks after i had a c-section you know like you don't have to do that exactly go and do whatever you want exactly we the ones stuck waiting right so it's like it's it's a lot to it um Mm -hmm. but you know it it is it is what it is like but you know what that brings me back to the conversation we were having before about the movie acrimony yeah talking about how she's all crazy and she did this and she did that but you know what it makes sense because when she had to get up go to work pay all the bills while he was at home. Now, yes, he may have been stressed because he was trying to work on some patent or whatever he was doing, some invention. You know, she had increased depression. She was, you know, bitter. She was irritable. She was angry. No, she already had something wrong with her. You she did. She did. Listen, right, right. But you know what? She did. She she had some stuff going on from the beginning. Yes. But all of that fed into it. That's like, you know how something it's like things build. You know what I mean? Things are building and building and building. I can't even think of the word I'm trying to use. I'm trying to use this analogy, but I can't even get it together right now. But like (laughs) over the years, things are just building and building and building. And and on top and on top. And she, she had exactly wrong with her. And then it just went to the point where she just flipped the hell. No, she became shocked. She became upset. Mm -hmm. This man came back and gave this woman and did not have to all that money yes but figure but when did he give it to her after after he was with this other woman now that was when he got the money right but he got got the money 
he they broke up. He left. Didn't he? Did she leave him or did he leave her? I don't remember. He him. She did not want him. He didn't want to leave. She got rid of his ass. Didn't want to have nothing to do with him. Okay. He had nowhere to freaking go. He was living in a damn homeless shelter. Do you not remember? And then he got he kept still trying to go and talk to that lady. She finally looked at his shit, gave him another chance, mm-hmm. told him to pick him up. Remember? Okay, I remember now. He worked out a whole nother deal for that man. He was so happy. You he right. Went back to ex-wife's job and gave her freaking $10 million her whole house paid for and she still was she was upset you're right you're right you're right so I'm like you sitting here trying to make up an excuse I'm not making an excuse but I'm just describing when she was with him the depression she was in how she was feeling at that time what led her to want to leave him so forget about all the crazy shit she did Okay, I'm not making an excuse for that. I'm just <laughs> describing the burnout that she went through because she had yeah. to work all the jobs, pay all the goddamn bills while his ass was sitting at home. So she right. had all this resentment and frustration, you know, because she was right. home. She had lack of self-care. She was, ex- you know, exhausted, contempt, all of these emotions that she was feeling, you know, and yes. Okay, so she left him. But that's what led all to that because she was taking care of this man. Right. Now, so now, go ahead. All I'm saying is when the scenario is you're the breadwinner and he's doing nothing, oh it leads God. to all of this other stuff. No lack of respect, anger, yep. pettiness, yep. contempt, yep. cheating. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when that stepping out shit starts, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you are the breadwinner and your partner is still contributing equally, and it, not financially equally, but equally is hard, meaning right. he's still contributing to the to the home, you know, mm-hmm. helping with the bills, helping mm-hmm. with whatever has to be done at home, doing his part basically then it can still work. You can still have a happy home. Yes, that's perfectly fine. Right. But when you're with someone and they're comfortable and they, unless. That's unless the problem, comfortability. A woman, unless the woman is fine with that and that's what she signed up for. If you sign up for that type of stuff, more power to you. Congratulations. I don't know. But no honey, woman that signed up for that shit. Do you? There, there are women that sign up for that type of stuff. Well, what the mind. fuck is wrong with them? I don't know. And I don't know <laughs> what what's that about but i promise you that happens trust me and you know the way i look at it is like i'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm just gonna be honest with you i'm spoiled <laughs> i'm very spoiled but at the end of the day if that person was to want something i'm gonna do my best to make sure that they get it as well because i know that they would go out of their way to make sure that i'm happy in every way so i have to make sure that i do the same so when you're with somebody and they're just sitting on the couch and they don't give two fucks about your feelings or how you feel today and how was work? Are you tired? Do your feet hurt? Anything. And they just, eh, think you're going to make dinner? What the, what? Am I going to make, bitch, get up if you want to make this dinner. Yeah. I'm going to have a list for you to do. And exactly. If you don't do that, I'm going to have your shit out the door because 
one thing I won't do is I'm not going to sit there and allow the person to continue to mooch off of me. Mm-hmm. First off, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. So I won't be coming in my house upset talking about this bitch still here. No, it won't be like that, Booty. What is, what's going to happen is you and yourself going to be outside and you can go find somebody else to mooch off of if you don't want to work and you don't want to do nothing to contribute to the house. I'd be goddamned if a motherfucker's going to be sitting on my couch letting and wearing it out and you ain't working or not even trying to do anything. That's the problem. Let me ask you a question. Do you think women who are breadwinners, do you think that they feel like they hold the power? Do you think that they feel like they're in charge? So I I really feel like um, some, but I think it's the same with men though. You know how some men, when they know that they make all the money, that they feel like they can control you. Mm-hmm. There are women that are like that as well. And they will go and look for somebody that's weak because, so they mm-hmm. could control them. And mm-hmm. that's what I mean when I say that there are some women that don't mind taking care of a man. Because mm-hmm. for me, I, I honestly, when I've seen some of those situations, it was a control thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't really do too much without me. So where are you mm-hmm. going to go? Mm-hmm. And men think like that too. You know, you, I make all this money. Where are you going? You're do you think, go do you think that was the case with Jill Scott? You know, I can't. So I don't really know because, because when we see her, that, that she seems like she she would be a sweetheart, right? She, she when every so. time I see her portrayed in a movie or when I hear her voice, like, like through song. Right? She's she seems like an amazing person, a beautiful that woman. Was, she was a bitch. I that's what I'm saying. So Woo. the reason I bring that up, you know, is because she married what's his name? Mike Dobson. They got married in August of 2016. Mm-hmm. That shit only lasted a year. Yep. Now she said that. She was happy to be with him. And she said, I don't know if it was at her concert or what, but she had thanked him and everything, you know, in front of the crowd for ironing her clothes. Now, I don't know what that did to his ego, but me hearing that, me hearing her say that, I think I would have felt uncomfortable for him. Only because knowing she makes all this money and he was unemployed. And all I did was iron her goddamn clothes. All he did was iron her motherfucking clothes, probably cut up her food, ran her bath water, walk the dog, I don't know. If your friends are calling you and saying, yo, dog, what the hell is going on? She over here saying that you ironing her clothes and shit. In front of hundreds of thousands of people. So you got to look at it from both sides. In her mind, she might have been thinking like, damn, my man even ironed my clothes for me. But that's what I'm saying. To me, it it seemed more of a power trip. You know what I mean? And he he's referred to her on more than one occasion as evil. Yeah, I heard. Oh, but my God. I think it's, you know, a lot of these stars... I think once they get that money, yep. money is the root of all evil. 
So I can almost believe that she probably is on a power trip, especially if that man ain't got no money. You know, she probably like, do you know who you talking to? Yep. I can buy yeah, two, three of your ass. Right, right. You, you can, know <laughs> you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> right, and I can, you know what's crazy though? I can picture that other side of her. I think I could too with her big ass afro. Shaking her head Ooh. back and forth. You know who the Hello. fuck I am? What? <laughs> One thing I can say though, she ain't stupid because she definitely got him to sign a prenup. Well, as anybody should with money like that. And she and he ain't got it. He didn't get a goddamn dime. Good. If he would have stayed where for five years, though, he would have been entitled to something. Oh, is that how that works? He probably said, because he That's said, I read an article where he said, uh-uh, she like, she like them weak men who she can control. And he said, I looked at her and told her, I am not the one. <laughs> Didn't I tell you that? What did I say? Oh my God. I told you. That's why I asked you that. Do you think these women who are the breadwinners, you know, are on that power thing? But see, I personally am I not like so that. I'm not like that. I like to make my money because I like to be able to do for myself. I don't want you to tell me that I can't right. buy this, this, right. and that. This or that. Right. I don't right. care how much money you make. You can make more money than me or less money than me. I don't care. If I want to go to goddamn Hawaii, I'm going whether you say so or not. I don't want right. you to be but able to tell me what I can and cannot do. That's why I like to make my money. Right, but that, that's how we are. But right. everybody is not like that. Exactly. I've always been like that. If I can't afford it at the moment, I don't need it and I'm not going to get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like That's how I always was. Mm -hmm. If I wanted it bad, if I have to work some extra hours or another job to get that, that's what I'm going to get. But as I've gotten older, my mindset has started to change because it's like I shouldn't even have to do all those jobs just to get this trip or to get this. The right. way I'm looking at it, if I'm going to be working these extra hours, it better be for extra income or it better be because it's going to put me in a better place financially. Not exactly. Not to go on a trip. And, exactly. You, know, you, look, you look at it and it's like you're not even thinking that, you know, when I was younger, of course, it's like, I'm going to bust my ass. I'm going to do this. I can go over here and do this. Or mm -hmm. I want this bag today. Yep. I'm not thinking like that. Those days for me are over. It's mm -hmm. like, what can I do for myself financially? Right. If I'm gonna be working these hours, it's gonna it's gonna help me financially where it's an extra income. Mm -hmm. Or it's gonna, you know, do this or you know, but to just be working all of these hours just to survive. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna do that for the rest of our lives? Oh no. Mm -mm. And you I ain't even gonna I mean? lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'm working to do the financial stability thing, but I also work extra hours for you know my extra shit too. I ain't gonna lie. Because no. I'm working for the comfortability stuff, yes, and for my future. But I also mm -hmm. put a little bit aside because I'm saving up to go to Dubai. I ain't gonna lie. Because I promised myself, ever since I took my, huh? You're going to the rich people's place. Listen, I promised myself last year I took my very first adult solo vacation. Okay. It was the best vacation I have taken in my life. Everybody that I told I was going to Jamaica, 
by myself, looked at me like I had three heads. Are you crazy? You going to Jamaica alone? You're not taking nobody with you? I said, no, I'm going alone. I want to relax. I don't want nobody. I don't want to be on nobody's timetable, nobody's schedule. But you're going over there by yourself. You're not going to be able to do this. this. I don't care. I want to relax. I want to do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. If I want to sleep the whole five days, I want to sleep the whole five days. I want to do what I want to do. That was the best vacation I've ever taken in my life. And from once a year, I want to go somewhere. Well, Dubai, I'm not going by myself. That's out. (laughs) I am going to go with someone. (laughs) But I promise myself that once a year that I am going to treat myself to something memorable. You know, because buying gifts and buying things, you can't buy memories. And that is what I want to give myself is a beautiful memory every year for my birthday. You okay. know, because my mother told me, oh, you don't get birthday gifts no more. You you got kids. She told me that years ago. Once you have kids, you don't get gifts anymore. I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. She's like, you're an adult now. I'm like, that's bullshit. So <laughs> that is my gift to myself is a beautiful memory. So because COVID came up in here. I don't think I'm going to have a beautiful memory this year. So next year is my goal. I'm going to have to double up and it's going to be Dubai. So that's going to be my memory for next year because it's going to have to be for for these past two years. You know, I was supposed to be where well, once I turn 40, Mm -hmm. hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes right. One of the trips that I was going to go on with my best friend when she rest in peace mm-hmm. in Paris. That's where she wanted us to go for our 40th. It's on my so list. in some way, some fashion, some form where you better pack your stuff, um, I'm <laughs> going to have to go. <laughs> it is on my, I'm trying to wait till the shit settle down over there because, you know, too many bombs and shit be going off my, over there. I'm 40 yeah. yet and I got some time. Mm. So. <laughs> uh-uh, they stabbing people and bombs. Yeah. Uh-uh, I got so, to wait. All right, so when they calm down, mm-hmm. to, once the shit settles, then I'm gonna go to Paris because I do want to see the Eiffel Tower. You know, I do want to go to France. I want to go all over there. I want to go to Amsterdam. I want to go. I want to go because I want to eat. The, I want to eat the dessert. <laughs> I just want the wine, girl. I want to go to Italy. You want the wine? I want girl. the dessert and. I'm going to leave there with one Chanel bag. Oh, <laughs> uh, why just one? Because, honey, have you? Okay, you'll see just why I want. <laughs> but see, if you get you it direct, it. won't it be a little cheaper down there? A little, a bit, little bit but not, not too much, honey. Oh. So yeah. I, I'm not going to, I would never bank on and, and hurt my feelings and say more than one. I'm just going to say one. <laughs> Plus, I can't forget, you know, my brother, that's another episode that I plan on doing. He met a woman, I want to say it's been five years now, five, mm-hmm. six years. He met a woman online. They got married last couple weeks ago. They got engaged Uh-oh. last year. Mm-hmm. They were dating for like four years. Mm-hmm. And she's from South Africa. Oh, wow. Very okay. beautiful. She is so beautiful. She's come here. He's gone there. They've been back and forth for the past four years, visiting each other's but families. What happened? What are they, 
He moved to South Africa. That's where I was getting at. Girl, That's he done moved. Soon as the pandemic That's hit, he just about. up and left. I said, oh, you just going to leave? He left. I'm he is in South Africa, girl. That is beautiful. It, yes. They just got married. A, I think it's been a couple weeks now. They've been married a couple weeks. And um, hopefully they'll come visit soon, you know, when the borders open back up. But they're happy. They're, you know, they're happy and, you know, they love each other. And I'm all for it. They, you know, she's a beautiful woman. She's very nice. She's, you know, I've met her. I haven't met her, uh, her family yet, but she's got children. She's sweet. And you know what? If that is possible, girl, I got to get over there too. They just went on safari. <laughs> I got a whole list of places I got to go. Mm-hmm. And right now the tickets is cheap, so I should buy them now. <laughs> They're really expensive once they spike back up. I know. I checked online. The tickets is like, mm-hmm. I think the last time I checked, it was only like $600, six dollars $700. Oh, yeah, because the when I checked before, it was like fifteen hundred a person. Sure are. Who does that? They do. That's why they go out there for a month or so, and they don't come back. So that's crazy. Got to make it worth your while. Yeah. When I go, I plan on staying for like two weeks. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I got to when I go, I got to buy like four tickets because I got to take the kids. I told yeah, the older sure. ones, it's every man for himself. Y'all got to buy your own. <laughs> I'm only buying the little ones tickets. Y'all got to buy your own tickets. Y'all adults now. I might buy the one that's in college, but the other two, you on your own. If you want to go, you better buy it. Right. I don't know. I don't know, girl. But yeah, so, you know, I guess I will continue to be the breadwinner that I am. But I do hope eventually I find a breadwinner as well. Because <laughs> two bed breadwinners is better than one. <laughs> got that right, honey. It sure is. I do not miss those days of being number one all the time. <laughs> My daughter looked at me the other day. She goes, Ma, are you still looking for a man? I looked at her. I said, are you serious? Well, wait a minute, though. Like she had one for you in her pocket. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, why? You know somebody? She was like, no. But, you know, she's like, you know, there's these sites, right? Where you can find a guy. I said, girl, I don't been on all these sites. She says, no, like a sugar daddy. I looked at her. I said, you serious? She goes, no, but for real. I said, sugar daddies don't want a working mother with five children. You know, she said, I said, sugar daddies want a lazy girl that's in college that ain't got shit to do. Those days for us are over, honey. That's <laughs> what I told her. I said, I can't be no, sh- uh, I can't be a sugar baby. She said, no, yeah. ma. She said, there is a site for everything. <laughs> well, tell her. I, said, I said, well, you but find it, you know. it and then run it by right. me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Oh, she is just too much, my child. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Well, you have any other things you want to talk about on this? No, ma'am, not yet. But I do have some things in the works. And once it is officially out, I, of course, I will announce. Okay. You know, I'll let you know first. 
So. Some exciting well, news of some exciting stuff. Yes. So I'm working right on now, a couple things too. Good. Yeah, see, so we'll talk about that so we can talk about our things together, maybe. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, then. All right, then. Well, I thank everybody for listening and tuning in. And hopefully we're going to get back on track with our Black Business of the Week because both me and Coco have been slacking on that. We definitely need to get back on track, Coco, with our Black Business of the Week. <laughs> You didn't have to keep saying my name, though. What you trying to say? But no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, we do. Um, and we need to get back on track with sticking to, um, um, you know, having these shows out like we're supposed to. It's just yes. a lot of work, a lot of working. And I'm, it is. Yes. We'll promise to try and stay on track with everything as much as possible. So. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But again, thank everybody for listening. And this has been another episode of A Secret Life of Moms. Bye. Bye.